I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Am I dead? Why would it be a dragon? Nice warm fire in here. Communism. You know what? Glad you did it. Do art and eat mushrooms. I remember. How did you appear up there? Hey, I should be feeling better. Yeah, fungal crop rotation for underground dwellers. There's nothing else to do to celebrate. Now I haven't got anything to celebrate. Hey, buddies. You want a little taste of this? Now her leg is actually hurt. Oh, hold on. Hold on. They might be bad. I see black ooze. Oh, hold on. I don't think that's related to the mushrooms. Start looking up, Mari. Start looking up. But it is her fault. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is season two, episode 60, Fungus Face. MVP this week is Pine Hutch, who was nominated by Anonymous. The reason being, they know the power of puns. So do we, Pine Hutch. So do we. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all this week's MVP. Nine to Midnight is back this year with Nine Till Midnight. If you missed out on the previous two years, Nine to Midnight is a collaborative horror event that I've organized for the past two years with a number of podcasts, including our own Alex's Parkdale Haunt, as well as Malevolent, The Town Whispers, Will Be Gone, and a whole slew of other shows. This year, we even have more friends joining us, and we've started our own feed. Head to linktree.com slash 9 to midnight or follow the link in the description for details on how to subscribe and be ready for October 30th. It's nearly midnight. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. You can't see or hear anything, Red, but you still exist. 
You can sense the pressure of time. And it almost feels like space reels out ahead of you. You are confined, but limitless at the same time. You hear a deep, rumbling voice in Giant that just says, Ask. Ask! Wait a minute. Hold on. If I'm inside this stone, I can ask you anything? Yes. Two questions Oh! Okay, okay, think, Red, think. Look, we're on a really important mission here. The giants and the reordering and taking over everything and making sure it all clicks. The thing talked about that dream stuff. I could ask about that. Or I could ask about our, our next path. Don't screw this up, Red. Everyone's counting on you. Probably. Oh, what if they're watching me right now? Uh... Oh, come on now. Oh, hell. When am I going to get another chance to do something like this? Just me. Why were my ears and tail removed? A man came to your village seeking you. For you are special, red-handed Robin. To prevent you from becoming what he feared. He removed your ears and tail and left. Where is he? Ruathim. Mari, Doran, Jack, and Elster. But a minute passes and Red is nowhere to be seen. He has dissolved into the face of this stone. Oh, man. Jack, you have to know some sort of spell or something that I'm can... working on it. I, I Listen, I, I, it's definitely old, and these are a lot of giant hands that have touched it. It's clearly important to this place. It's surrounded by important... And then he's forcefully expelled and slams into the ground at your feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Where'd you go? Am I back? Where were you? Am I dead? Were you Where's inside that thing? Oh, God. And Red looks between his friends like a little bewildered, like a little taken aback, a little shocked. Are you, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm fine, yes. What is, what, what is that thing? It was, uh, and Red eyes each of them nervously. It was, um, I don't know. It was just a... I was trapped. Was it a dragon? It was a dragon in there? Why would it be a dragon? <laughs> it's not a dragon. Mari crouches down uh, beside uh, Red and sort of like takes a look at him. Mari offers a hand to sort of like help him up. Yeah, yeah. And Red looks at your hand and like not in like a taken a back way, not in like a I'm scared of you, just in a weird way. He, he kind of just ignores it. He's, he's, he helps himself up. He's like, yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I got it. All right. So, uh. You're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Look, it was fine. Honestly, it zapped me somewhere else, and uh, I, I must have been inside there because it was cold and dark and it was scary. It probably a lot like what you went through, Jack. So uh, I hope not. It sounds like the 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 fighting has died down in that room. Is it safe to cross? It looks safe. Let's go. Pokes his head through. Hey, this is nice. 
Nice warm fire in here. I bet you this is where uh, looking around, seeing it's some of these. Lots of corpses around. Makes feels like home. Look at all the blood. Uh-huh. Yeah, this must have been where a lot of the, the uh, barbarians were living and staying and sleeping and having sex and whatnot. Whatever barbarians do. <laughs> cool. So you guys move back up through this northern chamber, the one that's lit by the big bonfire, where, as Doran so eloquently put it, the barbarians sleep and fuck and hang out. Um, and you basically kind of dodge combat as you move through this complex. You head east and north and as you move you hear the heavy footfalls of giants and the screams of barbarians. It seems like at your bidding the giant population who were not too pleased with the barbarians taking up residence here are evicting them uh, with violence (laughs) in some cases. Fucking landlords. (laughs) You know I don't know if I've ever been so appreciative of hearing the sound of giants and barbarians fighting. That's a, that's a pretty wonderful sound. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that they decided to take that path against these people. Mm-hmm. It could have been very different otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Exiting out into sunlight, uh, you find yourselves on the west side of the canyon. Hey, this is where we were before. And we went down there, and Doran's pointing south to a doorway. And then he points north to the doorway. He says, "What if we go through that doorway? Just you, just to check it out before we leave this this uh, complex." Well, yeah, there's there's fighting to the south. Maybe there's another way around if we go up that way. What do you guys think? There's a log up there to cross. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Mari's in the water. She's just swimming along. Yeah, <laughs> catch up. <laughs> Alistair's on your back, like holding onto your hair for purchase. Oh, I did not invite him. He's just here. He just appeared. You're going so fast. He's oh. just a little guy, Mari. How did you get up there? How did you appear up there? He's just, just innocent men. He's just innocent men. He's just an innocent man. <laughs> just, just normal men. <laughs> so you, you all cross the river, some of you using this log bridge, and you enter a tunnel that you have not yet been through. Mm. What's it smell like? It smells damp. Oh. Hmm. Darn's like, hmm. Yeah, smells like nothing different. I wonder if there's beer in here. Poor Doran. I'd really like to find that cavern with the beer. <laughs> Did I say that already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to realize that you already tried that beer. I know. I just wanted more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we might be able to squeeze it in the portable hole, but it'll be a tight fit. And I don't know what we do with it once we had it there. So we'll. Well, no, I'm just going to fill up all my skins here and, you know, take it with us on the journey. Because, you know, this old hike up the mountain, there, there is no beer on the way. It's a crime. No, now that we've faced this thing, I feel like there's nothing else to do to celebrate. Now I haven't got anything to celebrate but with. Let's not lose sight of the fact that there are fighters all around us killing each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm well lot, aware. There's a lot of things happening around let's here. Let's just swing north to avoid some of the heavy combat. Look, this room, I'm sure, won't be dangerous. I am well aware of that, yeah. I know you're aware of this it. This is just my whisper. All right. And yeah, we head into this room silently. Red taking a look around. Like a fox. With his 20 perception. You enter a cave open to the sky with 150 foot high walls. 
and scores of natural moss-covered ledges and overhangs. Hmm. Firelight spills from an opening at the top of a 30-foot-high ledge in the northwest wall, and you can hear echoing around the cave the sounds of more combat that seem to be happening just outside. In the center of the room, there's a pool of rainwater that stands still between several stalagmites, mm-hmm. and the fossilized remains of four stone giants mm-hmm. fill alcoves carved into the walls. As you enter mm-hmm. this cavern, bats fly backwards and forth mm-hmm. between the walls. You seem to have startled them as you've entered. Huh. And red with your 20 perception, you spy a single gem glimmering on the far side (gasps) of this rainwater pool. Red spots the gem. Oh, hello, old friend. Hmm. And Red points it out to Mari, who's like right next to him. Mari, look, it's like the one that you saw, but shinier. Is it in the water or is it just off to the... It's on the far shore of this little pool of rainwater just opposite where you're standing right and she 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 uh sort of squints and sees it and walks over and very carefully picks it up mari as you walk over and bend to pick up this gem something very big and heavy falls on you oh good Oh, this shit. is the second time this has happened to you, Mari. I believe is, you were attacked. Start oh, no. looking up, Mari. By Start looking up. Um, <laughs> is it really? That's awesome. Uh, I mean, this isn't a news, but this is exactly what happened before. Was Mari was like, oh, I'll just walk into this room by myself ahead of everyone In my defense, else. I was only pointing it out to Mari the same way Mari pointed out the eye to me. I had every yeah. intention to go do it. Nice. And in fact, as Mari walks away, Red's like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you taking the jet? And then <laughs> this like slaps on her. He's like, you know what? Glad you did it. You don't do a very good job at stopping her. <laughs> Everybody roll for initiative. I do feel like it's important to, to point out uh, we still all have water walk on. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. it's an hour and it's not concentration. Yep. Nice. I remembered because I put a little blue dot on nice. it. Doran, what'd you get? <laughs> I did do that. It's a 17 for me. Jack. Uh, 19 for Jack. Red. 17 for me too, Don. Woohoo! All right. Who wants to go first? All right. Uh, I'll go first. Story-wise, it makes sense. Mari? I rolled a nine. Oh, hey. no. Uh, nine! <laughs> no what? She's got dum-dum brain just walking in. <laughs> it's not dum-dum brain. Yeah. She's just... She just... This is, I like that this is a pattern. That She just is like... I feel safe. Wanders in and just like, and also. But I like that it's like a repeat. Like like red climbs up and gets the eye thing. Red touches this thing both time. Advantageous. <laughs> Third time, Mari's like, well, this is clear. It's like Frank Grimes, who's like, yeah. I'm Homer Simpson. Yeah. I could touch these live yeah. wires. Yeah. And then Mari gets <laughs> so Mari, the thing that you um, perceived falling on you from a height was actually a giant tentacle. Whoa. Oh. oh no. That lashes oh. out at you from the ceiling. And it's going to Does 16 hit you? It does. Alright. Oh, no. Um You're grappled. Oh boy. Guys, I'm gonna need some help here. Nah, we're out. Nah, she took my gem. She doesn't deserve help. <laughs> Finally, we're done with the genetics. The tentacle reels you up into the air. Whoa. Twenty-five feet. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, towards a creature that 
from where you were standing on this cavern floor was indistinguishable from a stalactite. But as you approach its gaping maw, you realize is just kind of a stony exterior. Um, it's got a big rust-colored eye right in the middle of its weird uh, cone-shaped body. And most importantly, it's not a stalactite. It's <laughs> right. like mite. Notably, yeah. yeah, and so it it draws you up towards its mouth and tries to bite you. A little help here, please, anything. We have to wait until its turn is over. 15 to hit? Uh, my, yeah, my AC is 15, so. Yo. It gets you good. Oh, boy. No. Uh, that's a lot of dice rolls. That's a lot of dice rolls. Oh, sorry, I usually have my tray. That's a lot of dice rolls there. 16 piercing damage. Nice. Ow, 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 ow. Jack, top of the round. It's your turn. Jack, a little help here. Over the last day or two, Jack has been reading Fungal Crop Rotation for Underground Dwellers, which he <laughs> picked up at Zosenbach. When? I call bullshit. <laughs> if between the nights of the Midnight Carnival, between the fucking... Jack when, when, always makes time for reading. When Mari was off running around. Jack can't sleep without a good bedtime story. He's like Belle in Beauty and the Beast <laughs> when she's walking in the village with her nose right. in a book. The, like, yeah. That's what happens when you guys are traveling. Yeah, it's I can believe Jack. it. I'm just, I'm just wondering Belle. if there's any chance mm-hmm. some sort of cave-dwelling tentacle monster might have come up in a that book or one like it that he's read that he might know something about. What's it called? The book? Fungal Crop Rotation. Yeah, fungal crop rotation for underground dwellers. But I, I figure underground dwellers, and there might it's be some have a talk monster of the dangers underground. I'm just, I was just using that as an excuse to talk about underground. Jack's read lots of books. He's a lore master. He's got a really good set of those skills. Any chance any tentacle monster comes How up. How much time have you spent underground? We were literally had a fungus wedding under there that really sparked his interest. He's been... Two hours. There's your answer. We had a two-hour wedding underground. You can roll a nature check for sure. 24. This creature is probably a monstrosity, is what you can discern right. from its appearance. Based on the way that it attacked Mari, you can guess that it's probably going to have a super high strength score because of all of its super long arms that it's going to be hitting you guys with. Jack moves a little closer to get it sort of into the edge of his dark vision as he's looking up at this monstrosity suspending Mari from the ceiling and he reaches deep inside him for the last little bit of magic left and he pulls it all out he's he's working a spell on this on the fly trying to get some pattern that would look particularly hypnotic to the creatures that dwell underground and there's a big flash of light covering a 30-foot cube that's mostly stuck in the rock and trying just to catch this beast and not Mari. Mm. He gets that flash of light, and he's going to switch it to an intelligence saving throw using all that alchemical jazz to, to you know, pull out the stops. It's actually DC 19 intelligence save. Please. Awesome. And we're using all them third-level spells. No. 15. <laughs> no, it doesn't save. Uh, the creature becomes charmed for the duration, if it can be charmed. And while charmed, it's incapacitated and has a speed of zero. There you go. As this like flash hypnotizes it and the baby stops putting it, you know, putting Mari into its face for a minute while we can go and mm-hmm. try It's and gross. It it's gross. I don't like cool. it. You all right, Mari? Um, I've been better. I've been better. This is very gross and very stressful. Red, it's your turn. What do I do? Do I attack it or what? I've got it bespelled for a minute or so. Go get, go rescue Mari and we can get the hell out of here. It's still holding her? Ah. Since this creature is incapacitated, Mari, you feel its tendril tentacle 
loosen on you, and then suddenly you are suspended in nothing but midair. No, 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 no. Aim for the water. What? It's hard. It's, it's water walk, Jack. It's, it's all... She yeah, tries you to. Take 12 oh. points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. Ow. Nice. I thought the water would help. It didn't. Ooh. Your poor face. Oh. That's the downside of water walk. Oh, thank you for the help, but also <laughs> it really hurt. Red, what do you do? What do I do, Jack, if it's hypnotized? Well, let's just get out of here. Uh, okay. Red will run out of the room. Cool. You still got that gem, Mari? Yeah, she she sort of, like, awkwardly, like, grabs it just out of spite now. She just <laughs> nice. takes it. She's mad. She crams it in her pocket uh. and sort of limps across the <laughs> lake. Now her leg is actually hurt. Oh, no. It's a moss agate. It's probably worth about 100 gold. Ooh. Neat. Worthless. Added to the rest of it. Red hightails it out of the room with Screven, and he heads to the south. Alistair shuffles after you, not willing to get within even spitting distance of this ceiling creature. Yeah. Doran kind of moves towards the the corridor that Red and Alistair just ran down, Mm -hmm. and he kind of waits for Jack and and Mari to uh, go in, you know, shooing them in. Come on, come on. Being the last one out. I'm going, I'm going. You enter this chamber to the south and you're given kind of a tableau of something that is unfolding before your eyes. There are four barbarians. Uh, One of them is covered in these ceremonial furs and has an animal skull on his head. They are all crouched behind a pillar, sort of in the shadow that's cast by a large campfire and they look like they have readied actions and a a stone giant is starting to come around the corner towards them you're gonna watch you're gonna help you no we'll just watch i read we'll pull up popcorn if if possible (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm not gonna mari doran jack oh mari's like limping along beside jack just like thanks for the help but oh that was a drop doran kind of looks at what his companions are doing looks down at his at himself knowing that he's got a bunch of cuts and bruises and he only just was revived mm-hmm. maybe 10 minutes ago after almost being killed by a giant he's no not this one and he kind of crouches next to these sleeping mats yeah, there are some bedrolls beside you, and actually, Elister starts going through them, like, looking for stuff. Red walks over to Mari, and he's like, ha, you know what, you need this. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Mari. Aww. He, like, bends over nice. and, like, puts his hands on her leg and tries to hide the fact that he was the one who stabbed her earlier with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he's feeling that, too. And he, like, kind of just massages it out the way that Red's magic works, which is very, like, of-the-earth <laughs> ranger magic, where he, like, picks up a bit of dirt and rubs it in, and he's like... This should heal. Yeah, he should be feeling better. Kind of like a kitty, like, sort of, like, massaging Aww. a little, yeah. Exactly. Make, yeah. Making biscuits. Like, oh, biscuits, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I gotta learn to look up. Ah, that's not your fault. You were just excited. <laughs> Believe me, I can sympathize. I mean... I'm not, I'm not here to call people out, but it is her fault. <laughs> As all of this is happening, like in the, the cavern below you, you watch as the stone giant comes around the corner and the four barbarians try to rush him. And he just like is dealing out these massive blows with his great club. And then meanwhile, up on the ledge where the five of you are hiding, basically, Ellister's like hold out a chicken bone that he found to Doran. L- look at this. Huh? Uh, that's great. That's great, Alistair. You know, 
be, it'd be interesting if you found something worth some value in there. Keep looking. Let me know if you find anything. He kind of looks over at the other you three, and he kind of does like one of these, eh, what is this guy doing? Oh. Yeah, and Red like <laughs> nods, and he turns to Mara, and he's like, I wonder if that guy's all there. Maybe he hasn't been there just for a yeah. while. Oh, chicken bone. Maybe he was here for a few years. It was months, I thought. He's a little. There's a lot of body here in this bag. Yeah, it was weeks. So... <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I bet this one was shedding. It just takes a few minutes for the carnage to stop and the stone giant stalks out of the room in search of more barbarians. All right, Red heads off towards the south, leading the way with Screven. And uh, he'll head through the middle passage, which seems to slope down. It seems a little bit off the beaten path from the other two and obviously not the direction that the stone giant came or went in. (laughs) Let's not risk it. And he heads down. And he stops before reaching the bottom step. And as Doran follows behind, he's looking up. And he's going to actually investigate (laughs) this room for traps from where we're standing here. Sort of on this ledge, it looks like. Looking into this room. So leaving this barbarian cavern, one of many now that you've encountered in Deadstone Cleft, you're looking down into almost an oval-shaped room. The east side and the west side are flanked by six statues of stone giants. But this is a unique place. There is a forest of mushrooms ranging in height from just a few inches to several feet tall that entirely covers the floor here. So it's providing Mm. cover of the stone giant statues up to around like mid ankle height. Wow. Cause there are still these massive, massive statues. Right. But wow. at, it, it seems like if you want to traverse the room, you're going to have to drop down into this forest. Should we go around her? Jack, you were shouting about mushrooms while I was hanging out in the ceiling. What's going on? <laughs> I would be worried. This is some kind of toxic or poison or something. Actually, Jack, you've seen a number of these fungi illustrated in the book that you retrieved from Zosenwaffel. These mostly seem to be edible. Stone giants absolutely eat mushrooms, and these kind? I bet they'd be a delicacy. But I don't know if we could eat them. Mm. Maybe it sort of suggests the idea this is some kind of like commune or something. If they're they're growing their own food here, maybe there's a small population that's, you know, really it's here to do art and eat mushrooms. Communism! When the (laughs) word... When the words edible are uttered from <laughs> the mouth Ignoring the of word, yeah. Jack, Doran slides down the bank. Ignoring probably. On his tushy and... <laughs> uh, Shake my little tushy in the mushroom. Dives right into popping them in his mouth. Whoa. <laughs> like, just, just all in, it, huh? Okay. <laughs> I know they're a delicacy for stone giants, not for, well, whatever. Well, if they're a delicacy, they're a delicacy. Oh, no. And Red pops down and he'll pick a bunch of handfuls as well, too. But he's going to put them in the bag of holding. I mean, if these are a delicacy for stone giants, that might come in handy at some point. Yeah. They've got a lot of flavor. What's the name of these mushrooms? They're crag morals, probably. Yes. So there are are some crag morals. Um, There are also some lichens that crawl on the walls. uh, Like gold, blue, and red lichen. What? Oh. What? Red lichen what? <laughs> um, red lichen this. Yeah. Red, red lichen like- these mushrooms. Red lichen everything. Yeah, the the smaller variety are definitely crag morals, but the two foot tall purple capped mushroom that 
as Doran moves in and among them, um, showers him with silvery spores. And Jack, you know that to be called a belted serpent. And it is actually uh, very well described in the gnomish literature. I mean, that makes perfect sense. It's, it's around this area. Ooh, a slime trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, it's just a little bit of um, Alice in Wonderland meets Jurassic Park in here with the mushrooms. <laughs> Mari's looking at them because she recognizes like, a, like one or two. And she's like, we used to dry these. Make them into soup. Never liked that soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure it uh, doesn't hold a candle to Doran's bland stew. <laughs> Speaking of Doran, he's scarfing a few of these, and he and he picks a few. They're tasty. Mm, they're not bad. Not bad at all. Better mm. or worse than the grilled cheese you had a minute ago. Worse. He shoves a few in his pockets, though. Doran, what's your passive perception? 14. You peer around the side of one of these taller mushrooms and you spot a black colored ooze starting to seep out of the wall towards you. Oh, hold on. Hold on. They might be bad. I see black ooze. Oh, hold on. I don't think that's related to the mushrooms. Hey, everybody step back. There might be a a blobby ooze thing. All right. Look, oozes are slow. Let's just run by them. What are they going to do? Come on, everyone. We can do it. Red Rovers, Red Rovers. I'd like to go over. I lead the way, man. Red hops down and he runs. And Red being the fastest, he runs sort of in the direction of the oozes, but keeps a little bit of a distance. And then he tries to distract them. Like, hey, buddies, you want a little taste of this? Oh, they're mm. big. They are. Fuck, they're really big. They are really big. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad idea. But, Red, you've met your share of oozes before, and true to form, these are not quick-moving creatures. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> As the party dodges in and around these mushrooms, ha! Oh! these oozes slap out at you with pseudopods trying to catch you up, but being aware of their presence... You're able to mostly avoid their acidity damage. Come on, everyone. Come on, everyone. Yeah, I gotta be faster than that Whoops. to get all right. Ow! Oh. trips on like a stump. Damn it! And he runs out. I've heard of slime mold, but those are bigger than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, and as we're passing through, Doran's like filling his pockets with these with these mushrooms. And mm-hmm. I just want to make it out through one room that doesn't involve tentacles. <laughs> was it a black ooze in Zosenbaffel or was that a different kind of ooze? No, it was a different kind. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone scratch off one color ooze on your ooze color chart. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a bingo on their ooze yeah. bingo card? Uh, not me yet. I'm still ooze waiting hues. on a cloud giant. Then I get my favorite enemy card Aww. punched. It's like the, the car bingo that we play with Henry, where yeah. it's like, I saw a yellow car, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. whatever. I saw a bird get its head chopped off. <laughs> Name that ooze. <laughs> the party makes its way through this gauntlet of ooze and mushrooms into an even more dense forest of mushrooms that's fed by an underground spring. There's a large pool of water in the center of this room and you see light coming from the west. It would seem that you've made your way back out of the canyon and into daylight. Look, I don't know about you guys, but I think we should just leave. I think that heads back to the canyon. If we take that the river south, then we're back out of here, and yeah. frankly, I could use a rest. Yeah, so long as we don't get picked off by that rock, we should be all right. Oh, the stupid birds. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Doran was saying that he wanted some beer. No, so... no, 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 no. We're 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 done. We're we're getting out of out of the cave. We're getting away from the tentacle beasts. Uh-huh. He's got 
<laughs> he's got, he's right got, there. he's got pockets absolutely <sighs> bursting full of mushrooms. He's fine. Doran, well, I will teach Mari, you. Mari, I mean, one little beer. Mari. All right, you can take him back. Mom, I mean, Mari. The ceiling just tried to eat me. Oh, fine. Fair and valid. <laughs> Psst, Doran. Hey, Doran. I say we still go for the beer. <laughs> As you make your way towards the exit of Deadstone Cleft back out into this foggy canyon back to where the rock's nest stands atop the promontory a shadow flies past you oh shit just darkens your steps quickly everyone back inside yeah there's an opening here it smells like beer (laughs) (laughs) hey it only makes sense and red waves minor illusion gone to get the shadow out of there and then they run inside (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> while we're in here. <laughs> and he like heads towards where that big barrel of beer was. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's still standing there temptingly as ever. How can you say no? Oh, yeah. Let's fill up our water skins. Yeah. First of all, put his mouth right on. Oh, the... don't put your mouth right on the thing. We no, all have to drink from doing it. I'm doing it. It's so unsanitary. There's so much barbarian blood in your beard. It's nothing you haven't tasted before. Someone's got to carry wet wipes. Mari is a wet wipe. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, so drinking the beer, does it give me any special qualities? No. It gives you the drunk quality. Doran, we need you conscious while we get the rest of the way down the mountain. Doran carves his name in the side of it in the back. Doran was here. And he like literally empties out his wine skin and his water skin and he fills every possible thing with beer. You know, it's a lot, and he's justifying it. You know, it's a long way back down this mountain and I'm going to get thirsty. I know I'm going to get thirsty and I couldn't drink it when we were here before because I knew we were going to be fighting this giant. You know, I heard spiders can smell beer. Spiders can smell beer? We can. Yeah. Oh, I heard that too. We can? Oh. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, Doran, you catch up with us. Come on, guys, let's go. And we all leave and uh, start heading out. You know, it's not even 10 minutes. It's maybe like five minutes, and Doran comes running back, sweating bullets, and he's like, he's like, okay, I know you guys didn't want to wait long, but, and he's like sloshing as he comes up to you. There's like every friggin' (laughs) pocket on him. Mushrooms and beer in every pocket. (laughs) And there's like foam all in his beard, and he's like, Red face and red nose. Oh, well, oh yeah, I just couldn't leave it behind. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right. And Red stands at the entrance of Deadstone Cleft, the fortress, and he's like, I guess that's it. And he pulls out the conch and he holds it up and he says, This is what we came for and this is what we have. And he puts it back away and says, I suppose it's on to Scarborough. What do you say, Doran? Keen to head home? And he puts his hand on your shoulder. I'm more keen now to head home than I have been in the past. Several years. So, yes. Aww. Now that we've faced this big task, uh, I feel like I can finally face a bigger task. <laughs> My family. Wow, he really is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Atholagoth, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Casey, DS, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley again, Harper the Marks, Indrid Hartley, Jekyll, JD, Joy Robinson, Jory, KR, KM, Cade, 
Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Lita J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Melissa, Merlin, Sam C, Regan, Ren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, S-Ray 96, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, Zephyrus, and Zach House. Woo!